America. How y'all doing today? <sighs> it's a lot of hoopla going on out there. A lot of disgruntled and tickled people out there. A lot of irony. A whole lot of irony. Like Mount Everest worth of irony. Today's podcast is, if you can guess off my very first words spoken on this podcast, State of America. That is what we're talking about, people. The State of America as it is, how it stands right now. But in this aspect, for this topic, I'm speaking more towards the presidential debate. Everybody is giving their two cents, so I'm giving mine. Like a lot of people, like a lot, the presidential debate was hilarious. It was funny. Both the proctor, the proctor, and Biden were having such a tough time. Such a such a tough time. I've never seen a grown man act so childish in my life. This man's facial expressions down to how he answered his rebuttals, everything from A to Z on how you carry a debate, this man did not display. President Trump is an ex- is a piss poor excuse of a president. So much to the point that the Republican Party held a conference to discuss, do we really want this man representing us? Y'all should have asked that question four years ago. Y'all should have asked that question back in 2016. Because back in 2016, everybody who was on this man's side had every... This, he the one, the truth. He gonna get us out of it. Even some black people. I'm throwing black people up in there too. Because I've been told by black people that this man is gonna save us and all this kind of stuff. I mean, people were raving about how Trump was gonna do this and do that. And the better parts of America, the better minds of America knew that we were headed towards a dark chapter. The last four years have been terrible. This man spent most of his, most of his current, about to be up, his current term on the golf course. Until COVID-19 hit, this man could be found at the golf course. He was barely in his office. His actions led to the shutdown of the GM plant located in Michigan. The plans and what he was handed, excuse me, that the plans and what he was handed before Obama and Biden got out of office, before those two got out of office, they left this man a functioning economy. Now, mind you, it wasn't at the state it was before the economy got hit the way it got hit. Before the bailouts, before the recession, before all that. Before all that happened, no, we were not at that point. No. We were not at that point. We were hurt, but we were functioning. But now today, we're in a much worse position. Back when Obama was president, there were bailouts and the recession issued and whatnot. The only form of stimulus that went out. We wish to God, the, the regular people, oh, we, we wish we could get stimulus checks. Lo and behold. Lo and behold, nearly 10 years later, 
the entire American populace got a stimulus check. And some people still haven't gotten paid yet. Some people still haven't gotten paid yet. All this is irony. All this is irony. All of it. I literally saw a Facebook video, and most people, when they say Facebook video, they automatically think, oh, this, some, this is not a, a real thing. But when I reference a Facebook video, I did my research behind it first. And this indeed actually happened. Obama talked about having something in place just in case something like this, like a pandemic, something like this, what happened? Lo and behold, 10 years later after this man done said this, this man fired, got rid of everything Obama did, everything. From Obamacare down to whatever changes he made within the office itself, down to whatever this man did, he replaced all of it. All of it. Anybody that previously, anybody that previously worked under Obama is no longer in that White House. And if there are, there's very few of them. Very few. I mean, count on less than three fingers few. This this debate was a shame. I feel more I feel sorry for Biden and the Proctor more than anything else. Because they tried their best to be adults about the situation and have a debate. This man kept talking while Biden was talking. He drug his son into the matter. One thing you don't do is bring kids into an adult matter. That's something you don't do. If anything, Trump helped Biden look even more appealing than him. Off top. This man told the white supremacists of the nation and the KKK to stand back and stand by. Not stand back and stand down. Not stand back, cease and desist. Because one thing to tell him to stand back, it's another thing to tell him to stop while standing back. He could have at least followed up with that. It wouldn't have made no sense why to stay step back in the first place. You could have just said stand down. But if you would have followed with step back and stand down, something along that nature, People would have been like, oh, okay, you might not be down with it. The suspicions would have still been there because that would have fully proven that Trump is not a racist because, I'm sorry, Trump is a racist. I don't care what anybody says. This man came out the gate and insulted an entire race, insulted the entire gender of women. The whole women gender, he hold disrespected. To the people that have COVID-19 right now, it is what it is. Now he got it. Once again, irony. It's been beautiful, beautiful, it's been a beautiful mess of watching that debate. I laughed. It was so funny. But with all this being said, I got to talk about how it was disgraceful because it was. It was funny, but it was disgraceful. That is not how you carry a debate. This was shown to the entire world. The entire world saw this event. This was an event for America. This was a time for America, yes, but the whole world saw this. Europe, UK, Czech Republic, Israel, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, Brazil, any country you want to name, any continent you want to name, they saw this. 
YouTube is broadcasted internationally through the World Wide Web. World Wide Web, people. That is what was going on. World Wide Web. That's the platform for this thing. The whole world sees it. And that's what's messed up. That's what's seriously messed up. This is how we look to every other nation. This is how we look. This is how we are represented. When this man goes to the United Nations, he's representing every face, every single face that is in America, whether we like it or not, whether we want it or not. This man represents me, you, and any ear that listens to this podcast and every ear that doesn't. Sad to say, but it's true, 100%. It's some bullshit. Yeah, it is, but it's the truth. It's like black people not, uh, uh, I'm, I'm just using it as an example. Black, black, I'll throw more at black people, Mexicans, Asians. If you say you're not American, but yet you were born in America, sorry, you're an American. I don't like identifying as an American, but guess what? I know I am one. That's like being a millennial. Sometimes I don't like identifying as a millennial, but too bad. I am a millennial. That's who I am. I was born in it. Molded by it. Type shit. You're an American. And whether you like it or not, Trump represents you to other nations. And last night, he represented 350 million plus people to the entire world. No, he did not speak for you. But did he represent you? Yes, he did. This man made me look like a disgrace. Like, that's the mind that we are at. And Biden, unfortunately, you're tied in that. And I don't mean tired of making us look bad, but you are a part of the look bad situation. Simply because you had to debate this man. And I'm sorry for that. I'm so sorry. If nobody says, I apologize to you for having to go through that, sir, I am sorry. Whole sorry. It was a disgrace. It was a disgrace. And it showed as a nation how we carry ourselves. Arguing and bickering. Not getting nothing done, just an argument. Just an argument. Meanwhile, racist acts are continuing to rise all over the world. Still happening. Paralyzed, tased, shot, unnecessary brutality. I mean, literally. And this was, uh, once again, another Facebook video. But however, this was a live recording of this white man just, you fucking nigger. Tell me what your life means to me. Tell me how your life matters to me right now, you fucking nigger. And it's just a, it's just a, a, a regular black girl just, just going along, having her day, driving. And you in the middle of traffic. And you blare this out. And you in the, and, and you end it with fucking nigger. Woo! Seriously? Really? Bro. If that would have been any one of my niggas, that car would have been stopped right in the middle of the road and he would have got an ass whooping on the spot. On the spot. On the spot. Probably shot. No, no. I'm going to take that back. Not shot. For the simple fact that there's no point in taking away a racist life. 
Here's why. No. Here's the ultimate, the ultimate punishment for a racist. For whoever race that he don't like, see, now race do better. That's the ultimate thing. Whoop his ass, yeah. Because, I'm sorry, that's a whoop-ass offense. But kill you? No. Kill you? No. No, you live with the pain of that ass whooping, just surging, coursing through your body. You live with that. You live with that. Because at the end of the day, you're just an ignorant motherfucker who does not know how to be human. That's how I consider that to be right there. Whole disgrace. Whole disgrace. We look like shit. We look dumb to other nations. So much to the point that they don't want us there because our COVID-19 problem is still a bit horrible and it's still getting worse. As far as I'm concerned, until the entire nation is COVID-19 free, we are still in some shit. Still. Period. The future of America ain't looking too bright. Even with a new president. Even with a new president. Because it's one thing for us to get somebody new up in there. It's another thing to do the actions that are called to make this thing better. So Biden, I do believe he will. I do believe that he will do some things. But is he for us? Really? I don't know. His actions are going to have to show that. Even if his running mate is a female. That's historic. First female vice president. That's some historic stuff. It really is. That is very historic. And I hope that woman gets it. Ms. Harris, I hope you get it. I hope you get it. I hope I, I do hope Biden wins. I do. Simply because at the end of the day, at least this man shows that he cares. The other guy don't care. As long as he got his money, he's fine. Which is some bull. Some guaranteed bull. Malarkey. As long as he's straight with his money, he don't care about what happens to this nation. He doesn't care. As long as him and his buddies is cool, he don't care. The future of this nation is definitely at stake. We need to work on more solutions rather than just talking. And me, I'm right now, I'm doing a whole lot of talking, but truth be told, I want to get active. More than I want to, I need to. I need to get more involved with things going on right here at home. We need more action, people, rather than just talk. A bro of mine would heavily attest to that. We need more solutions than we need talk. Gathering up and talking, having meetings, that's fine. But where are the actions behind it, people? We need more actions rather than just talking. We really do. I want my voice to play a role in this. That's why I love podcasting, because my voice could bring hope. Like uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt's voice brought hope to this nation during one of its darkest hours. I, would, I love having that ability. Because I know I can do that. I love being in that position. Because if I need my talk to match my actions. I'm, I'm a person who has procrastinated problems out the wazoo. I do. But I'm getting myself out of that mode. Watching that debate honestly put me in a mode of you need to be more active. You need to get out and do more. You need to quit being so stagnant. You need to work on your goals. You need to be more of yourself, Michael. Period. Nothing less, nothing more. You actually more, a whole lot more. Nothing less, a whole lot more. A whole lot more. I need to be more of me. Henceforth, the first podcast that I presented in a while. Finding myself. 
I gave up a lot of me in 2019 and a good bit of 2020. I'm done with that. This debate helped, helped further push that along. The state of America is in bad shape. And I'm hoping that with the efforts that I'm going to give and the efforts that my peers give, do a lot more. Be you black, white, whatever. We people don't matter about race at this point. Black lives matter, yes. And truth be told, and truth be told I do support the statement. Until black lives matter, all lives are not now. Because if all lives matter, why do black people still deal with what, they, with what they deal with? If all lives matter. I can't get behind that statement. But black lives matter, I can get behind that one. I can definitely do that. This is a uh, trying time. And this day and time, we are being tried, people. We are being tried. And we need to be ready. I'm going for a gun license at some point. I'm getting strapped up. I'm not, I'm not going to be foolish out here. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people, racist folks, are out here looking to kill me just for me simply being my color. Some people out there in the world don't have to live with that fear. Some racists don't have to live with that fear. If you've been any other color but white in this country, I bet, I bet you get it. I bet you get it. A Mexican, anybody of Hispanic or origin can relate to me. Anybody of Asian descent can relate to me. There were once concentration camps here in the United States. That, was, that didn't just happen in Germany. It happened here too. It happened here too. A good example of that comes from one of my favorite Marvel movies, Captain America, The First Avenger. When the dude with the white hat, the one that played Bison on uh, that one terrible Chun-Li movie. That same dude there, who was also in the uh, recent Sonic movie. I, be I believe he played the general. Uh, the one that Jim Carrey was dissing heavily. He was like, we're taking everybody. And the Japanese dude raised his dog tag and said, I'm from Fresno, Ace. Where is Fresno? In California. Where the freaking concentration camps were kept. Things were happening to his people at that time, but he hold trapped in Germany fighting for America. Come on now. It may be from a comic book, but it was based on a very real war. Very real war. Period. With that being said, folks, I thank you for joining on this podcast. Please, of course, leave comments. Directly shoot me messages. You can do that here on the anchor uh, on the anchor app or on any of my platforms, or any of my social medias, anything like that. You can hit me up. Please give me feedback. I love feedback. Now to give you a little prelude of the next episode. The next episode is called A New Side. A lot of you probably have heard that title before, but once again, that's a podcast for the lady. And this time I'm releasing it in full force. This is the total of that. I'm about to, I'm really about to open up my mind to some shit. And I know the ladies are going to appreciate that. Y'all have a wonderful day, a safe one. Look out for the second episode. Peace.